0: a visitation hear the spirit call
1: welcome to another podcast of dr. Leslie Pakupong be blessed as you listen praise the Lord oh hallelujah how many of you are happy to be in church today we thank God for your life amen if you don't show excitement, this topic I'll preach it hard, hard. Today I'm, I'm coming to do it very light, and but the way you are behaving as if you want me to get into some hard, hard mode. How many of you are excited to be in church today? That's better. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I love you with the love of the Lord. Say, I love you. Rough, rough. Hallelujah. Turn to the one on the other side. Say, neighbor, I love you with the love of the Lord. Say, neighbor, indeed, I love you. Rough, rough. Amen. I'm helping some people today. Some of you, those who I love is so difficult for you to say, I don't may your tongue be released today in the name of jesus we thank god for a morning like this and um as previously advertised today i'm going to deal with the topic the christian and sexual temptation say the christian and sexual temptation hallelujah today I'm going to say things. Tell your neighbor today the pastor will say things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. How many of you believe it's a good topic to talk about? How many of you believe? Yeah. Hey, those of you didn't raise your hand, you don't agree that it's a good topic. Then we should take you into the overflow and let the overflow people come. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very good topic to talk about. Especially on a day like this. Amen. And you see um as pastor alpha said it's important for you to forget about what you know and the truth is that 95 percent of the things i'm coming to say you know already it's just a reminder hallelujah how many of you don't know fornication is bad eh, you know already so i can sit down right <laughs> yeah but more importantly I want you all to forget about the past. Alright? Forget about what has happened to you in the past. Forget about what you have done in the past. Forget about what you are doing now. And let's look into the future. Amen. Because I'm believing God that this sermon will help somebody. Forget about the mistakes you've made in the past. And even for now, forget about the mistakes you are making now and let's look into the future hallelujah you see some of the things i'll say they'll they'll hit you but smile hallelujah smile because it's good for you it will help you it's like a bitter pill that you take it's better to swallow by the end of the day it's therapeutic it helps you hallelujah i'm not going to um approach this topic from the angle of condemnation at all I don't think any human being has any right to condemn anybody even the one who walked on this earth and never sinned even once didn't condemn anybody hallelujah when that woman caught in adultery was about to be stoned Jesus didn't condemn her he said let the one who doesn't have any sin be the first to cast the stone so Jesus even saved her Jesus wasn't ready to wallow in the pool of condemnation. So, there's there's nothing like condemnation here. Alright? We'll just mention the things. If it applies to you, you, just say quietly, God help me. Hallelujah. Yeah, I pray that God will help you. And my prayer is that by the time we are done, first and foremost, any guilt you have where sexual mistakes are concerned will be a thing of the past. Hallelujah. And that God will strengthen you through his word For you to fortify yourself against future temptations And that if you are here And you have a problem with sexual sin Any form of sexual sin whatsoever The Lord will come to your aid Amen Somebody say help us Lord Say help us Lord If I say help me Lord And this sermon is not only for the single people. It's for single and married. Hallelujah. Because sexual temptation doesn't end when you get married. Sometimes the presence of the ring alone attracts certain categories of people. I've come to notice that there are some people in this world, they are attracted to what they can't have. They are attracted to what they can't have some guys, they'll come chasing you, chasing you as you are proving difficult to get and all of those, they'll chase, chase you. The moment they realize, oh, you are beginning to get interested, their interest wanes away. I know somebody like that. Everybody he has ever liked in his life was somebody who was already attached. Including married people. All the people that at any particular point in time he was so strongly attracted to Where all people who were married or were attached, strongly attached to somebody. So being married doesn't end it. Amen. Being married doesn't end it. There are slave queens walking around looking for a man with a ring on the ring finger to come and chop your money. So this thing is not only for people who are single. Hallelujah. But when we talk about sexual temptation, we are not only talking about the temptation have sex. When we talk about sexual sins, it's a very broad spectrum. The actual sex is just one of them. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know sexual sins start from the thoughts, from the mind? How many of you know that? Yeah. The Bible said if you look at a woman, and for that matter, a man, and you last after him or her, you have already committed adultery. You have already sinned. So it starts from your thoughts you may not be doing the act but what are your thoughts like one of my favorite questions is that if your thoughts for the last 24 hours were to be projected for all of us to watch as the sermon today the last 48 hours has been captured in a video and we say today we just want to see sister so so and so's thoughts in a clear video HD with sound and special effects and everything and we say today, let's all sit down. Popcorn. <laughs> Let, let's see what sister, so so and so has been thinking about. Will you be comfortable? But the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What goes on in your mind is a reflection of the real you. Hallelujah. Recently, I heard somebody talking, and don't don't expect a very structured sermon. Today I'm I'm speaking, hallelujah. I'm, I'm speaking freely, so it may not be that well structured. The thing is that there are so many things I want to say that it's, it's been difficult putting it in any particular structure. As it comes, I'll just say hallelujah. I will just say I had somebody talking recently, and he said it is more difficult to stay sexually pure now than it was several years ago. It's like now you are being bombarded left right center with all sorts of things that are sexually suggested many years ago if a young man wanted to see a naked woman he'll probably have to go and peek in the bathroom of a compound house you know the compound house the way they have the bathroom outside like that in the night you have to go and hide and then, when a woman is coming to bat, they will spy. If a young man wanted to see a naked woman, that's the extent to which you have to go to be able to see a naked woman. But now, all you have to do is to you pick your phone. Sometimes you haven't even requested for it, and they are suggesting it to you. When we were much younger, videos were on video cassette. have you seen some before that VHS video cassette is big but th- like this one but it's thicker so importing pornography into the house was difficult because that thing is big it's like four phones put together huge like that how can you hide it your father will see it your mother will see it say hey what is this uh uh-huh, it's like a out book even thicker say hey what is this thing put it in and let us all watch and your knees will be shaking like that (laughs) but now you don't need any big device like that your semi yam phone alone is enough you just have to type some things and you can see what you want to see but you see i disagree with the statement that it is easier now to be pure than it was some time ago and I'll tell you why the same means by which we have easy access to sexually suggestive things that same means has made the word of God more accessible that same means has made preaching more accessible that same means has made prayer more accessible those days if I wanted to watch certain specific preachers I would have to chase maybe their tapes or their books or something Go to a bookshop to look for it. Now all I have to do is to look for their Facebook page and join in or like it so that anytime they're having a live service, I can watch it. You can follow a whole conference. If you want to find a group of people praying at any point in time in the day, morning, evening, afternoon, you will find some on Facebook, one way or the other. So my suggestion is that as much as yes, technology and things like that have made... Sexually suggestive things more accessible to us in the same way, too. Those same things have made things that will build you up spiritually and prevent you from engaging in those things more accessible to us. So it's a matter of choice. Hallelujah. Whether you when you go onto the net, you are going to look for sermons, or you are going to look for a worship session. In the past, if I want a worship set, I have to buy a cassette. Now I can just go to YouTube. Joyful Ways, what do you call it? what do you call it? Explosion of joy. The last one there is there. The full thing is there. I can put it on, play, and fully participate as if I was in there. So, it's easier to access things that build you up. It's easier to access things that are edifying unto you. So, it's a matter of choice. It's no more difficult. Hallelujah. You see, I'm clearing all of these things from your mind because for some people, their problem is the fact that they have accepted certain things into their mind. Oh, as for human beings, they are we are nipa, we nipa. We have about flesh. We are anya whatever it is sinning kakra, kakra they and things like that. But that is not how I see it. Hallelujah. Tell somebody it is possible to be pure. Amen. It is very possible to be pure. So you realize in the Bible that God has given us a lot of rules where sex is concerned. One of the main ones is the fact that sex is reserved for marriage. It's for married people. And let's not try to rationalize that thing. Let's not try to intellectualize it. God knows why he gave every rule that he gave. Hallelujah. The rules that God gave to the Israelites, as much as some of them seemed harsh, when you read in between the lines you realize that it was for their own good at the end of the day if God says sex is for married people there is a reason for it he knows why he has said that I've mentioned on this platform on this pulpit several times that sex is more than just a physical activity between two people sex goes beyond that Let me give you an analogy for you to understand what happens when somebody has sex with somebody. It's like you've taken two wet, um, I don't know what word to use, clay, pieces of clay in two hands like that and you bring them together. Even if you separate them, there will be a part of the one that was in your left that will be stuck to the one that was on your right and a part of the one that was on your right that will be stuck on the one that is on your left that is how sex is when you have sex with somebody a part of you goes with the person and you take a part of the person with you it's as simple as that and in the bible an example was given it said he who is joined like if you, if you sleep with the prostitute I've forgotten how they put it they said it's, it's one yes you are one with the prostitute they just used the prostitute to represent all manner of illicit sexual relationships. It doesn't mean it's only with a prostitute. That is a problem. It was just a prototype to represent illicit sexual relations. A part of you goes to be with the person and a part of the person is with you. And you see, if you're in a relationship that is not yet up to the point of marriage and you are engaging in sexual intercourse, one of the biggest disadvantages is the fact that it clouds your judgment. Look, there are people in relationship with people who are slapping them. People who are beating them. People who are insulting them. But they can't leave. All because there's a part of them. The female will say, There's a part of you that is with the person. You just cannot break away. And people have been pushed into unhappy, abusive marriages. Some have left people dead all because of premarital sex your judgment is clouded look, especially the female the males, they can they can detach their emotions easier than females, but they're female that's why they say when a woman cheats, it's more painful they say when a man cheats, he cheats with his body, and when a woman cheats, she cheats with her body, with her heart, her soul, her mind everything together so, a lot of times the women are the ones who suffer at the end of the day. You realize the relationship in which the man never apologizes to the woman for anything she does. He will do the wrong thing, but the woman will end up apologizing and even apologize for things she hasn't done. Oh, baby, I'm sorry for the war in North Korea and all the atrocities in Afghanistan. Oh, because your judgment has been clouded, you're doing that segbasa apologizing for things you have done and things you haven't been done, things you don't even have any responsibility for. That's surprising. That's somebody who apologized for the, the war in North Korea and the atrocities in Afghanistan. But those are the effects. That is why breakups are more difficult. People can be there two years still suffering from a broken heart. Why? It's because when you separated, there was a part of you that went with the person there are people who are married and they cannot have sexual intercourse with their spouses unless they imagine some former boyfriend be that is why when God says don't engage in premarital sex, it is for our own good at the end of the day, hallelujah forget about sicknesses, forget about those, there is a part of you that goes to be with the person but you see is a solution to that hallelujah as a part of you going to be with the person there it's a fact it's something that happens but there is a solution to it you need to pray a specific prayer and ask god to reverse that soul tie, and god will do it it's as simple as that amen you don't want to go into marriage and your soul has been tied to like 11 people already what is left to bind to your husband or with your wife that's why the bond is weak even chemistry, we know in chemistry, small chemistry, if you have carbon, it can bond to four things, right? I forgot in my chemistry. Methane is your so CH4. So carbon will bond to four hydrogens. All of them single bond, single bond, single bond, single bond. If you compare the strength of one carbon-hydrogen bond, the strength, to let's say carbon monoxide in which the carbon is using all its binding strength to bind to one oxygen the strength of the co bond is way stronger than the individual ch 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 and that is what happens when you have tied your soul to so many other people the bond between you and the one you eventually settle with is a very weak bond and the weakness comes it's not just the spiritual aspect of it but certainly there could be a lot of mistrust in the system you see one of the disadvantages of fornication people fornicating sleeping with each other before they get married is that it unconsciously or subconsciously builds mistrust because in their mind I wasn't married to you and you were able to do this with me you are not married to your secretary what stops you from doing the same but if you are able to keep yourself it is difficult for the devil to come and put mistrust in your mind and a lot of marriages have been destroyed on the platform of mistrust mistrust, the mistrust will cause you you always want to read their text messages people even hire people to tell their husbands and see where they are going, whether they went to work all sorts of things and all these things are brought about by the fact that we don't obey the word of God may god give us the strength to obey his word hallelujah yeah but you see also the soul type thing it is reversible it's not an irreversible reaction hallelujah it takes prayer you just have to pray a specific prayer that lord break every illegal bond i have created with anybody and the holy spirit will break the bond he will set you free and you'll be left with only one to bind with the one that you'll be married to amen there's nothing the devil can do that god cannot reverse there's nothing the devil can do that that God cannot reverse yeah so God's rules are for us when God says man and man should not sleep together woman and woman should not sleep together there are reasons for it the man and man own it comes with a lot of physical problems physical problems like people ending up wearing pampers for the rest of their lives if really that was how God wanted it would it come with such complications? It wouldn't. I know a senior doctor who had a patient, SHS one student. This boy was having a fever. Nobody could tell what was wrong. They tested malaria, done typhoid, done everything. Nothing was showing. Until he decided to do a thorough physical examination, and when he got to the perineal anal area necrosis the place was rotten and that was what was causing the fever and he asked the boy what 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 is responsible for this he said when i went to school as a fresher my seniors the boy has become a homosexual you see a man being attracted to another man sometimes you may sit and think ah how is that possible by the end of the day, it's all in the mind. If somebody can have pleasure and pleasure themselves without any other human being, pleasure themselves, why, why do you think it's not possible to have pleasure from another human being? It's a matter of how you orient your mind. Another female can touch you and depending on how you respond to it or, or how you orient your mind to it, it can be disgusting or you can tune your mind for it to start being pleasurable to you so don't think it's that far away and these things have spirits back in them evil spirits back in them seducing spirits back in them such that when you open yourself up to them they'll just come into your life i'll be talking about pornography very soon and you see there's a lot of impartation that takes place when people watch pornography just like you can watch a preaching somebody's preaching for a very long time and receive an impartation of giftings receive an impartation of grace from them in the same way to when you are continually watching people who are having sex doing all sorts of things if you're a gentleman and you enjoy watching two women kissing and touching each other you see that the, the spirit of homosexuality is one spirit too. just that when it is in a woman it causes the woman to be attracted to a woman if it is in a man, it causes a man to be attracted to a man So it is that, that one spirit So you, you think you're a guy You are watching two women doing all sorts of things The spirit behind it is the same spirit If that spirit comes into your life It will manifest as homosexuality Because it's the same spirit You will not be attracted to a woman You will be attracted to a man I don't know if you are getting the point I'm talking about yeah. Studies have shown that the life expectancy for homosexuals is way lower than the normal population they did one trial like that one um, research like that in the United States of America and they found out that in the US the average life expectancy is around 71, 72 but among homosexuals and lesbians it is about 50 years 5-0 and even more disturbing one was when they did the life expectancy for people who act pornography and they realized the average lifespan of people actors and actresses of pornography was 36.2 they die early so what i'm trying to tell you is that if you have been watching some of these things a lot of the people you are watching and lasting over are dead people There are people who are dead and gone they are not human beings they are spirits they are dead and gone hallelujah I told you today I'll say things so. <laughs> a lot of them are dead and gone, and you are watching them and lasting after them and, and 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 creating all kinds of fantasies dead and gone. If you knew they were dead, you even look at them. But how do you know? You can't tell. But the study has shown that average life expectancy for those people 36.2. see when god says we shouldn't do certain things we must listen to him he knows why he's saying that they are not good for us homosexuals and lesbians 50 years they are gone and i read another article that was trying to to defend why it is so that homosexuals and lesbians die faster or earlier than other people and they're trying to say it's because in most of the societies they find themselves they are not accepted so they are depressed and they are not happy in life and things are not fine for them and that is why they they die early sexual sin it starts from the mind what do you think about what do you focus on when you see a lady, what do you think? So I've put down a few things that enhance sexual temptation. Because if you are going to deal with the problem of sexual temptation, you must you must know the sources. Hallelujah. You must know the sources. The number one source is indecent exposure. Say indecent exposure. Last week we talked about the Christian and um, fashion and we talked a lot about indecent exposure so I'm not going to go deep into that men especially you see the way men think is completely different from the way women think you you must understand and accept this fundamental difference and it will help you (laughs) hallelujah the way men think is completely different from the way women think for example if you call a woman baby she'll be happy she'll be excited that same woman tell her you are behaving like a child you haven't got the revelation yet (laughs) and you'll see a woman whose face has come (laughs) but baby and child (laughs) recently i was talking to one of my pastors and i think he he forgot he, he he i think he had just spoken to his wife or something but and he called he said a baby I said, hey, we will form a disciplinary committee for you how can you call your headmaster baby Sorry. in my household we are discussing some serious matter he said i'm a baby disciplinary committee Do you want to know who it is he is not here not here today (laughs) yeah so inappropriate exposure to inappropriate touch inappropriate touch one of the points that was made during wednesday's live panel discussion and we are continuing on wednesday all right we'll have another another session on wednesday because there are still a lot of questions to be dealt with was the fact that people must be honest. Because you see, what tends your mind to start thinking sexual may be different from what tends the other person to start thinking sexual. I was talking to one couple some time ago, and the gentleman said, I really respect my lady. That's why. He that said, There was a time she came to visit him, and he was playing with her toes toes. She was just playing with her toes. As soon as he started touching the toes, she was like, "No, no, no, stop!" I was like, "Ah, this is toes. We are talking about toes here." He said, "No, I don't like the way it's making me feel." So it's like, okay, he stopped. If it had been somebody else, because it's toes, she would been extended further. <laughs> Do what you are stopping. <laughs> of course if somebody walks into the room and your hand is on her toes it doesn't look strange but for that person it is as bad as your hand being in brazier. because different people have different erogenous zones that some people is their ears, So gentlemen don't go and be uh, uh, lady then you are touching touching somebody's ears somebody will grow wild on you and you don't understand oh but I just touched her ears and she was behaving as if I was molesting her you are molesting her for that person their ears are sensitive as, as wherever you can think about hallelujah that is why you need to be honest with each other and open especially in a relationship that Charlie when you do this thing some people you don't pass your hand through their hair and you pass your hand through their hair what hand have worried her you need to be honest somebody had to tell her beloved to stop using a certain voice when speaking to her on phone because when, when you do your voice low like that so she stopped calling him early in the morning and then very late in the night because at that time the voice level comes down becomes smooth and 400 megahertz frequency and it's penetrating her mind and going to her heart and causing all sorts of bubomiasis so she had to be honest but if somebody comes and you're talking, it's not like you're talking about any funny things or anything but it's creating trouble, be honest, tell somebody be honest you need to be honest tell child, this particular dress when you wear it you are ministering all sorts of things to me. And I don't like it. I know one guy. He told the lady that, As for this dress, when you come here with it, with it my trousers become tighter. <laughs> Have you made your face straight as if you don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he says, My trousers become tighter. I don't like it. You need to be honest, you need to be open in touch, and it's even with the touch. Eh, what may be appropriate and fine on first February may not be appropriate on 14 February, the middle of the month. No, I'm hitting at a scientific point let those who have the spirit of God understand what I'm talking about <laughs> Day one and day 14 are not the same <laughs> they are not the same so you need to be honest if you are really determined to keep purity you have to be honest about some of these things you have to be honest actually when is at that time of the month and you see people think women become sensitive only during ovulation for some people it is during the menses do, when they are menstruating, that is the time you need to be honest with each other. Practice appropriate social distancing when there must be social distancing. It's not that when he visits you at that time when all your hormones are running away and you are, you are smiling, even when there's nothing to smile about. When that day, when he comes, you both sit on the bed and say, Oh, hold me small, hold me small. By the time you realize, not acquire car. inappropriate touch. Number three, inappropriate conversations, and this includes verbal and even text conversations. There are some people you finish what's happening with them. And you have tachycardia don't look at me like you don't you don't know what i'm talking about your heart is racing because the kind of things why is it that that particular guy when you finish conversing i mean having a chat with him you have to delete it go to chat this and delete chat every every time there's no record of any. you've known the person for two years but there's no single record of a, a chat with the person why <laughs> <laughs> you delete it all the time why do you delete it if it is a wholesome conversation why do you delete it it should be there for the records if it's edifying that you can go back to and look at to edify you why do you delete it i said to somebody talking on youtube he said if you are in a relationship with a lady and she shows you the text messages guys sent to her know that she's showing you the text messages from the guys she's not attracted to (laughs) but the ones that have an effect on her she will show them to you either deleted or something else but it is not true with our daughters hallelujah they are not like that it is for those out there (laughs) inappropriate conversations talking about sexually explicit things you have no business asking your beloved what the size of her brazier is you are not the distributor for a lingerie company because the moment you start asking such questions you start imagining what is under (laughs) what is under the brazier what it may look like what it may feel like is it a pendulous type what are the various anatomy they told us different different ones I I only remember pendulous (laughs) you start imagining things beyond stop having such conversations they are not necessary if she opens up to you about sexual escapades with her ex then you start asking unnecessary details hey, so did you lie down hey, did, you do this? Hey, did you do this did you undress fully before you do? and as you are asking all these questions you are imagining you are opening the door for last It's the same with counseling people. When people of the opposite sex come to see you with a a problem, that, oh, I made a mistake, I went to sleep with my boyfriend. Pray for the person, use their scriptures. Don't ask unnecessary questions. This one is to the man of God. Hallelujah. It will help you. Hey, so were you wearing a short skirt? Did you go there in trousers? Or was your dress see-through? And as you're seeing all these things, you are picturing, you are picturing, you are picturing even as I'm saying right some of you are picturing what I'm saying in church and you ask deep questions that are unnecessary unless of course the, the, the circumstances demand it or something, don't ask unnecessary questions hallelujah because these things open the door for last whether you like it or not they open the door for last in the name of counseling a lot of doors have been opened to last and father daughter relationships have turned into something else mentor mentee relationships have turned into something else steady partner relationships have turned into something else because instead of concentrating on your books you are disc- you are talking about all sorts of things hallelujah this steady partner thing too is becoming a problem friends with benefits I tell you, we don't like each other, we don't even want to get into a relationship. This is, is, is but you scratch my back, I scratch your back, and this kind of thing is very common in the tertiary institutions now. It's serious friends with benefits, male, female, steady partner. When you learn the anatomy, then you practice it on each other. When You learn breast examination, you say, Ah, why should I go to the world? When you are right, you are the textbook sitting in front of me. Charlie. And the next time is hernia examination and examination of
0: hydrocele.
1: Recently, I heard somebody selling some medicine, he says for hernia. Say, hernia no, a e, yamama. So any examination, you say, Ah, why should we go to the world when you are here? Put the trouser, friends with benefits. May the Lord deliver you from such things in the name of Jesus. May you not be deceived. Don't be deceived. Inappropriate conversations, inappropriate thoughts have talked about that already keep your mind pure you see at the end when i'm telling you the solution you realize that the solution is in the head it's as simple as that though. you know when people come to see me with these kind of problems they they expect you to give them some high-value valuting 10 steps and do this and take oil and drink some and put some inside your ears and put on the ground and stamp on it and pray there's no gymnastics to it it's about here About here, inappropriate thoughts, silly dares. I dare you, truth or dare you shouldn't be playing that game. So, truth or dare, I dare you to kiss me and close your eyes. I dare you to strip naked oh we are joking we are playing you are are not playing you are not playing you see when two people end up having sex eh? most of the time it has happened in the mind already long before probably several times the physical one is just a manifestation of what has been going on in your heart Somebody was trying to interpret the portion of scripture where Jesus said, if you look at a woman lastfully, you have committed adultery. You know nowadays, some people want to twist scripture, everything, everything. he said, it actually means, if you look at the woman lustfully, you will commit adultery. So, what he was trying to say is that, you will think about it, and think about it, and think about it, and eventually, you will put it into action. You scheme and plan for it, and you put it into action. Thoughts. not every woman you see on the street who looks beautiful who is wearing a short skirt who is your type you go back home and be fantasizing about jesus is saying you have already slept with her and i've told you here before there are a lot of men and women walking around who are not human beings when you go especially some of these entertainment places where people sit and there are people who sit there if you have the gift of discernment you know that this person is not a human being i've told you before that there was a time it was a friday night i was driving on one of the streets of osu and a, a, a lady was walking towards me because of my highlight i could see her from afar and our eyes met and i knew in my spirit this person wasn't a human being so when i passed by her i turned back she had disappeared like into thin air it's not like i went foul so that you say she has taken another tent no i just turned immediately to look i couldn't see her again some young man will just pick this lady on a friday night take him to his house sleep with her and your destiny is gone you see what i'm saying is that you see young men when you see girls walking around expose themselves and you last after them the bible is saying you have already slept with them so in your heart, you have slept with spirits you have slept with marine demons you have slept with evil spirits in human flesh walking around that is why you must guard your thoughts inappropriate music another doorway i preach about the christian and music those who were in there then you can look for it and listen to it it can open doors to lust and sexual temptation inappropriate lyrics somebody did an experiment two groups of rats lab rats they opened rock music to one group and the other there was nothing and they noticed that minutes after exposure to the rock music the ones that were exposed to the rock music start mating indiscriminately among themselves. Some songs carry spirits, they carry an atmosphere. If you are listening to hip hop, rap, and all they are talking about sex, sex, and you are bombarding your mind with it, why will not you struggle with your hormones? Why wouldn't you struggle with sexual thoughts? Inappropriate music, inappropriate literature. There are some novels. say They are too deeply romantic. It's like it puts you on a certain cloud. And some of them, the sex scenes in there are too explicit. They describe every single detail. And you'll be imagining and imagining it. you are sinking into a certain abyss. Why is it that during the times you are reading those things, you don't feel like lifting your voice and saying you are Yahweh while you are reading you are Yahweh it's not possible you can't do it because someone takes you into another realm altogether and there are people who are addicted to sad novels they say they are romantic you know they create scenarios and scenes and they keep you in suspense and very explicit and you see a lot of people have their idea of what love and a relationship and marriage is supposed to be guided by some of these novels so you expect a bed of roses these more challenges come no no i want to divorce no irreconcilable differences and this and this and this and this, and this, and this. inappropriate literature and then inappropriate movies mm, inappropriate movies look the problem with inappropriate movies is bigger among Christians now listen to me carefully it is a bigger problem than we think among Christians you know there was a time I thought this was a problem with males but I've come to realize the females are also struggling over the last few years in terms of the number of people who have approached me to help them with the problem of pornography or people who have confided in me and i mean the people i father spiritually outside this church are more than those who are even in this church so i'm talking about a general kind of thing the number of people who have called me the number of people who have sent me messages the number of people man of god i'm struggling with pornography at least in the last two years the majority of them have been female That the females are catching up and have overtaken, or the males are at a point where they don't care anymore oh, man of God then I'm, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do for me, Isn't the same things you are going to say again right, so it's one or two things females it is a bigger problem than we think I read the results of a certain survey done by a Christian NGO and the results were astonishing they interviewed pastors as to what the top sex related problems are in their churches let me show you what the results were the number one was addiction to pornography saying sexually related problems they've had to deal with. 57% of them said number one is addiction to pornography. The next was sexually active never married adults. That means people who are fornicating within the church. 34%. Look at the gap between pornography and then fornication. 57, 34. It should tell you the biggest sexual problem in the church today is the problem of pornography and you see pornography is easier to be involved in than fornication because it is a very convenient thing to do you don't need another person's approval you don't need to convince anybody fornication at least shall two work together except they agree so if the other person doesn't agree Emma. so you have to Use your corning skills and your rapping skills and things to get the person to come onto the same page as you. Well, who, who will you go and convince? It's just your phone and your earphones and a private room and windows that are closed. And it's between you and the devil. You don't need to ask the devil permission, he has already given you the permission and empowered you. Go ahead and go. It is the biggest, the single biggest problem. single biggest problem sexually active never married adults 34% adultery of married couples 30% sexually active teenagers 28% pregnancy out of wedlock 14% sexually active previously married adults that means somebody who has married and probably divorced or has been widowed but is sexually active 13% and then sexual abuse 7% pornography is clearly the biggest problem in the church now and something has to be done about it because the effects of pornography are devastating as much as it's a very convenient sin as much as it's very secret and you can do it for years and nobody will know and blah 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 it is very 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 dangerous I read an article they titled it the new drug drug as in narcotic like cocaine and that is what pornography has become and it is more dangerous when the pornography is combined with masturbation it is deadly it's easier for people who are addicted to just pornography to break off but when the pornography is with masturbation it becomes a serial stronghold and the effects of this is, is devastating effects are devastating let me read to you some findings I got disorders that are associated with addiction to pornography Disorders. they said continually watching pornography affects the way your brain works the brain pathway changes which puts you in a place of having to watch more to get same levels of excitement just like drug addiction when you watch these things they release certain chemicals into your system drug abuse is a chemical problem in that you take the drug whether it's heroin or cocaine or whatever you take it in your body gets used to a certain amount of that chemical being in your bloodstream so that when it falls below that you begin to have withdrawal symptoms that's when they shake that is when they become uncomfortable what they are saying here is that exposure to pornography gives the same effect it causes the release of certain neurochemicals serotonin no epinephrine and certain things are released from the brain so it creates a certain chemical environment in your body and so if you've been there for a while and you've not had that kind of stimulation for those chemicals to reach those levels your body begins to react i know people who can watch pornography in the middle of a lecture i know people have had serious problems with masturbation such that they do it in the class while the lecturer is teaching that is an addiction and this is what they are saying here and addiction to pornography is often associated with the following depression a lot of people who are addicted to pornography end up sinking into depression they're depressed they are there and they are sad and they don't know why you want to commit suicide they don't know why life feels useless and they don't know why it is the addiction to pornography, it is the exposure to pornography it also leads to anxiety disorders so there are people walking around with anxiety disorders and the problem is coming from pornography mood disorders, memory problems if you want to pass your exam, stop So that your memory will be sharp for you to remember the things you've been taught in class. you have memory issues. That's what they are saying. And look at this. Pornography increases the chances of infidelity in a marriage by 300%. 300%. I means somebody who is married who is engaged in pornography is three times more likely than not to be unfaithful to their partner. That's because you are exposed to all kinds of illicit sex it breaks your barriers and reduces the level of seriousness or the degree of immorality you attach to such acts it just reorients your mind like that so it makes you three times more likely to commit adultery and to cheat on your partner if you're involved in pornography some statistics about pornography children under the age of 10 and this is scary children under the age of 10 now account for 22% of online porn consumption that's why we must be careful what our children are doing on the net nowadays because of corona and stuff like that children have more access to the net than they used to because of Zoom lectures, blah blah blah, and things like that. Our eyes must be on the children. My children, I take their tablet at random to go through the things that they have they, looked at. The Google address that was used to set it up for them it's my wife's Google address, so she gets alerts on all the searches that they do. We must keep our eye. 22 percent. That is a serious percentage under 10 years they said the average age of first exposure to pornography is 11 years that is serious and that's because the days of video videocassets are over At time you had to grow before you could handle those things nowadays five year olds are handling food. they said 90% of teens and 96% of young adults are either encouraging, accepting, or neutral when they talk about pornography. Comes up with their friends. Let me take it again. They said ninety percent of teens and ninety-six percent of young adults are either encouraging, so they encourage it, accepting, or neutral. Like you don't say, "Oh, it's like hey, there's nothing wrong with it." The Bible says, "Have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them." If it is wrong, say it is wrong. Hallelujah. Unless, of course, you na kadada. That is why you can't open your mouth to say. Let me show you a certain scripture in Romans. Romans chapter 1, 28 to 32. You see, when people argue, oh, there's nothing explicit in the word about pornography and stuff like that, there are always scriptures that you (laughs) you can extrapolate to include things like that give me new king james version romans chapter 1 28 to 32 why is the place quiet like that (laughs) good it's here he said and even as they did not like to retain god in their knowledge god gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting when you see semicolon it means you're going to explain further the things that are not fitting verse 29 being filled with all unrighteousness sexual immorality wickedness, covetousness maliciousness, full of envy murder, strife, deceit evil mindedness they are whisperers, verse 30 backbiters haters of God, violent, proud boosters, inventors of evil things evil things now people have invented all sorts of toys that people can use to pleasure themselves inventors of evil things if you have one of those go and burn it tonight hallelujah it is not your husband that toy that thing you put the battery in is that your baby? <laughs> why people are not laughing ground <laughs> oh we thank God Verse 31. <laughs> I'm dialing numbers, I'm dialing numbers but it's good, hallelujah at least I'm not doing it in a condemning tone it is helping you, amen undiscerning, untrustworthy unloving unforgiving, unmerciful and the verse 32 is where I'm interested he has named all of these bad things he said, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only so he's talking about Christians who don't do these things or like they don't physically practice the things the sexual immorality and things they are talking about who practice such things are deserving of death so those who know that those who do those things are deserving of death not only do same so sometimes they partake in those things but also approve of those who practice them when you watch pornography and you are enjoying it you are approving of what the person is doing in fact, the moment you downloaded it, you have sown a seed into the porn industry. You are sown a seed. The moment you download it, the moment you watch it, the moment you go onto because they get their money from the number of hits they get. The more people watch it, the more money they get. The moment you download it, the moment you go onto the website, it's like taking money and coming to drop seed into the porn industry you are proving it and you are supporting it if we should calculate how much money people have sown into the porn industry for the past one year it will find where they are tight. they are offering everything free will then then put together all is going into the porn industry is making a lot of young men feel inadequate. The number of people who are requesting for cosmetic surgeries to increase the size of their manhood, all because of pornography. Adverts on TV, when you drink this thing, and these things are flying off the shelves. Men want to be more man. To increase the size of their genitalia, meanwhile, when it comes to faith, you are satisfied with yours being the size of a master seed. Start enlarging your faith, start wishing for bigger faith, start wishing for more love, more bedding for souls. Those are the things you should aim at getting to become bigger. Mm. Shattered it into pieces. That one there, that you want bigger faith? He said, Oh, if our faith is the size of a master seed, I shall say unto this mountain, if master seed can cause mountains to move, the mango seed. What will mango seed be? May the Lord make your faith more like the size of the mango seed. Hallelujah! So he's saying, But also, approve of those who practice them so when you are watching and enjoying say yeah Charlie you are helping me you are doing a good job and you are sowing your money into it 28,258 users are watching pornography every second So, that one second that passed right now, 20,000 people. And listen to this one. 25% of search engine requests, that means Google, Bing, all those search engines, 25% of search engine requests are related to sex. And then this is the sad one. 35% of downloads from the internet. That is general downloads. And on the internet, it is the downloads that bring money to the, those who have the content. 35% of downloads from the internet are pornographic. I should tell you how much money people are pouring into this evil industry. That are destroying lives. And even the lives of the actors and apparently the actors themselves they are not paid they are just giving peanuts it is those mafia people behind the scenes they collect all the billions the actors themselves apparently are abused treated badly there are people who when you get into their private lives have very low self-esteem are suffering from depression and drug addiction And they say majority of those subscribed to pornography are between the ages of 15 and 24. Between 2013 and 2017, about 45,000 cosmetic penis enhancement procedures were done by plastic surgeons worldwide. And the major motivating factor for these 45,000 people was what they saw in pornographic movies. They want to be like the people they see in there. And then this one, they did a survey on the day of the week, the day of the week that people watch pornography the most they they did um like the porn sites and the number of hits they get on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday thursday, thursday. maybe to be be the day you were born the day with the most <laughs> they said the most popular day of the week for viewing porn according to analytics on porn sites is sunday That's why they come to church, they make their face fine. When you go to church, God, we are done with you. See I go to ww.satan.com. <laughs> In fact, when I read that, I was like any pastor who reads this will be sad. Look at the way I'm sweating. Trying to preach to you trying to sow some seeds into your life and after all of this when you get home oh this man my God, my God. I can't say my house, purity Sunday hey. not Friday you oh. think a lot of evil takes place Friday night they, 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 they say Sunday You see, this thing about sexual purity, we must all take it seriously. Hallelujah. My my prayer for you is that God will well up some... There are people who have gotten to the point where they feel they cannot do anything about it. it. It is a lie of the devil. Hallelujah. You see, aside putting in things to prevent the trigger factors, and I've talked about the trigger factors, prevention is better than cure leaders not into temptation is sometimes better than deliver us from evil sometimes when the evil has come it's more difficult to deliver you from it but lead us not into temptation is better putting the necessary measures inappropriate touch inappropriate movies all of those things prevent all those things but more importantly take control over your mind If you talk to people who have managed to stay clear of these things, people who have managed to be in relationships and not messed up, it is not high-falutin. is not any strange formula. It is the head, the mind. What you don't think about, you will not do. It's in the mind. Watch what you think about. Clean your mind out that is why that scripture says what the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds, casting downward imaginations that is where the spiritual warfare is it's in the head if you can learn and master the act of casting down imaginations because some of the imaginations is the devil that puts them in your mind you need to learn to cast them down because when you push the thought of how it will feel if you do this Or if let's say you are addicted to pornography The devil will come and cast the imagination Of how you felt the last time you did it How pleasurable it was If you meditate upon it For every second that you meditate upon it You become weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker It's as simple as that It is in the head Clean your thoughts, clean your minds Don't entertain unhealthy thoughts That is the solution you spend too much time fantasizing you spend too much time imagining things and putting yourself in in scenarios and as you place yourself in those scenarios you become weaker and weaker and weaker and you desire to be in those scenarios more when those thoughts come bundle them out of your mind violently this is warfare i'm talking about That scripture is one of the most quoted scriptures when it comes to spiritual warfare. The weapons of our warfare are not canon. It's saying, cast down the imaginations. Don't entertain the imaginations. Don't entertain those unwholesome thoughts. Because every action will start from a thought. If you can win in the head, you wouldn't have to fight in the body. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you don't want to mess up stop imagining what it will be like lying on top of her or her having a head on or your chest or you caressing each other and kissing each other and doing all sorts of things. the more you imagine some of these things the more your body desires it and the more you continue to think about it the weaker you become take it that if i should think about the person i'm supposed to get married to in this way i am defiling the person i am disrespecting the person let that be in your mind so that any the thought wants to come. Look, as a human being, you can't run away from sexual desires. If you were a human being, you're in your 20s, you've never had sexual desires before, we will do deliverance for you. Because it means you have a big problem. You can't run away from sexual desires. But the question is, what you do with it when it comes? It's all in the head. If you can learn to take your mind off that time when you are at that time of the month when you are so and you can take your mind off all desires are such that when you don't satisfy them they go away there are times when you're hungry hungry hungry, you don't get food you realize it goes away it's the same with sexual desire we need to take control of our minds we need to take control of our minds And gentlemen, most of the time, you are the rate-determining step. Even though in certain cases, it's the reverse. The woman is more of the aggressor. But most of the time, it's in the hands of the male. And you must develop discipline. Self-control. If you're a male, you can be like Solomon in wisdom. You can be like David in praise. You can be like Elijah in power. You can be like Abraham in faith. But if you are not like Joseph in discipline, you end up like Samson in destruction. It doesn't matter how gifted you are. It doesn't matter how anointed you are. Discipline is the watchword. You need to be disciplined. May the Lord deliver you from Delilah go and put your head on a, a Delilah's lap. If I ask a gentleman, whose ties are your head on? Is your head on? Whose thighs? Whose laps? Want to put your head on soft ties? Jacob put his head on a stone and slept and heavens opened. And angels were ascending and descending. You, you want soft? (laughs) You want soft ties? And the ladies, when they give you pressure and give you pressure, resist the pressure. Hallelujah! Sometimes some people they they get the pressure and they get to the point where, okay, after all, what? It is only a goat who is tired of living who will invite a lion for dinner you didn't hear let me take it again it's only a goat who is tired of living who will invite a lion for dinner some of you 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 are inviting some lions for dinner you are calling some people at times you are not supposed to call you know this guy his plans for you are plans of evil and not of good and it is that time that you are feeling lonely and you want to Valentine's Day and now nobody has called you it is this evening that guy that one guy that amalekite that satanic luciferian i saw a video of some woman he mentioned so he said that some people they are satans in your life they are calling you and you are receiving you know the end result as they are knocking on your door and you are opening you know you know it's like you know it may the Lord give you the strength to resist may the Lord give you the grace to be disciplined but more importantly if you have any sad things in your past may the Lord break the power of guilt over your life in the name of Jesus for me I don't care what you've done in the past you could have slept with 20 men, you could have slept with 10 men, you could have slept with a 100 men you could have dated several married men, I don't care, the most important thing is that the blood of Jesus speaks and the blood of Jesus speaks mercy, the blood of Jesus speaks forgiveness guilt of your past sins and your past mistakes is more likely to cause you to repeat your mistakes than you allowing the love of God and the forgiveness of God to overshadow your mind and you see the guilt is where Satan will want to have you because when you entertain the guilt hey, and in my past relationship I did this, and last night I did that and even this morning I set up a meeting with somebody this evening let me dial your numbers you texted the person and you have agreed that at 7pm my roommate is not around my house will be empty and free come and let us chat and you know it's not only chatting you are going to chat but change your mind now hallelujah your phone is no spot send a counter message tell the person I want to read First Corinthians chapter 13 tonight I want to read about the love of God I want to worship. I want to experience the love from above. Yeah, I can see some people have taken their phones. Send the message right now. Send the message right now. Send the message right now. Cancel that appointment. It is not going to help you. It's not going to help you. It won't help you. Send it. In fact, send it again so that you realize it's not a mistake. Double. Let it go. Don't shortchange your future don't bind yourself to somebody who doesn't give a hoot about you don't create problems for your future marriage just because of a few minutes of pleasure that you are going to enjoy if you are under the sound of my voice and you are under any form of bondage may the spirit of the Lord bring liberation to you in the name of Jesus may this word give you a reason you see sometimes eh, all you need is a good reason why you shouldn't do the thing because as for the ability to overcome it If you didn't have it God wouldn't have let the temptation come in the first place It is there You just need a reason Something to push you To decide that no Maybe the statistics I've given you will help you Maybe the fact that when you go to that website You are sowing a seed Into the porn industry Maybe that thing that you need To help you to stop I remember a young lady I was speaking to about this particular problem I told her that there is a great cloud of witnesses They watch us Anything you do when you're in your room watching the pornography it's like you are in the middle of a crosswalk stadium and they have surrounded you watching you think you're alone no you're not alone they are there watching you are there you are alone you and the television you and the phone this and that. you are there and they are disappointed oh poor, poor, oh oh all the things that i've written in the word why can't you why can't you resist and when i said that she became quiet i was like why have you become quiet said she lost her elder brother just three months before and the brother was a Christian so she knows the brother is going to join that cloud of witnesses and the way the brother taught the world of her to think about the fact that the brother will be watching her doing these things that was what broke the habit for her sometimes you need a reason I pray that you take a reason from this message that I preached today may it prevent you from sinking further into the abyss of sin if you have not started don't even give it a try masturbations pornography if you have not gone there don't because there are spirits involved in these things if you attempt looking in they will suck you in just stay clear away from these things love god when the times come when your body is on heat and your body is on fire turn it into prayer hallelujah pray in the spirit One solution is that the Bible says walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. We are not walking in the spirit enough. We are not consistent in the spirit enough. We are in the spirit once every month or once every week. But we are supposed to walk in the spirit. We are supposed to live in the spirit. We are supposed to do everything in the spirit. I pray that the Lord will help you. I want us to stand to our feet. I want us to pray a certain prayer today. A prayer of preservation. That the Lord will preserve you. Don't worry, I know you are quiet. That's what the prayer, pray it, it will help you. Pray it. Whether you are single or married, pray it. Pray that the Lord will preserve you. If there's any area of your life you are struggling sexually, don't feel bad about it. talk to God, speak to Him, tell Him, Lord, I need your help. Lift up your voice, begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Don't do like you are not praying, so that we we'll think you don't have a problem. Everybody must pray this prayer. Close your eyes and pray.
0: Close your eyes and pray. Pray that the Lord will not leave you. It has not the outside of sun. It has been the power of sun. It has been the power of sun. It has not be power of sun. It has been the power of sun. It has not be power of sun. the of sun. It of sun. It has been the power of sun. of the of sun. It has been the the of sun. It of the power of sun. of of I <scaled> um, am <noise> <inaudible>
1: strength to take control over my mind. Dedicate your mind to God because that is where all of these things start. Pray for the grace to keep your thoughts pure. The grace to keep your mind pure. Paul said whatever things are of good report, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, pink only on these things. I want to pray that Lord sanctify my mind with the blood. Some things that are in some corners in your mind, it is only the blood of Jesus that can sanctify. You want to pray the Lord sanctify my mind, preserve my mind. Let my mind be on pure things all the time. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice. blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, the
0: Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone Overflow! Overflow.